Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. And I'm Chris. And we're keeping you in the loop with the guitar community. This episode is brought to you by Slow Gear Effects. Check them out, Slow Gear. Um, they have done uh, the guitar pedal stands for boss pedals. It's really cool. They 3D print them. Actually, they're pretty darn cheap too. Uh, go to their Instagram, DM them to order. Uh, they also do a really cool mod on a Boss NS2. They turn it into a Slow Gear. Um, and I believe on their website, they've actually been teasing a pedal. Yeah. their own coming out so i'm hoping that that happens or they could be like analog man and not update their website but but yet still get stuff out still they're the most one of the most wanted pedals on the market i don't understand geocities did them well um says the guy that bought something from analog man i did <laughs> i have bought it from analog man i i waited like 12 months or 18 months or something like that but it was worth it um but yeah check out slow gear uh if you've got boss pedals go get some pedal stands i've actually been wanting to buy more boss pedals because of that so yeah i didn't think like how much i would like it because you always try to put like your boss like on display Mm -hmm. and like the slight tilt's not that bad but when you finally see it sitting straight up it just helps with the whole aesthetic yeah it's really it's it's everything else isn't already leaning over it's one of those things that you get and you're just like i don't know if this is going to be like super cool and you get like you know you know this is really awesome uh this would be like the coolest thing for a stocking stuffer oh yeah especially if uh you got somebody that actually collects and yeah everything if someone collects pedals or something like that you should you could check these out get a uh if it's if it's your uncle Bill and he likes boss pedals, because he doesn't need none of them dang fangled Wampler pedals or whatever they, you know, get him a pedal stand. I don't know why they wouldn't like Wampler pedals, but it was just the first pedal that I thought of. I was thinking of the Terraform. Did we talk about that? No. Yeah, was we did. New, did we? In Nam, I think we talked about it. Wampler Terraform? We might be jumping into what's in the gear news before we hit our what's new. Oh, yeah, January 28th. Yeah. Uh, what, is this the modulation? Yeah, this is the one that's got like a bunch of different effects. Okay, then, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did talk about it. Okay, this. all right, I thought so. Okay, so, uh, Chris, what's new with you this week? I uh, did, yeah. don't think I got anything. I've been poking around reverb though, and that's been proving dangerous since I actually have some money and gotta love tax return season. Woot woot! Oh yeah, that's coming up too. No, I've actually so, man, I've, I've got a couple of keytars saved that are very very tempting. Yeah, I uh, Jess is going back to work a little bit. She's going to be babysitting. Um, so my gear fund's going to increase. She doesn't know it yet though. (laughs) Sweetheart, if you happen to listen to, uh, the podcast this week for some random reason, or if um, Diaz isn't back next week. Yeah. If I'm not on next week's episode and it's just Chris (laughs) talking to himself, y'all know why I opened my mouth. (laughs) I try to do less of that at home with, with, with my wife. Um, let's see. 
so nothing new, but you got stuff in the pipeline. Potentially, because I've always wanted an older uh, memory man. Yeah. Um, there's actually a stereo one sitting out there right now. Wait. Yeah, I'm eyeballing. Did, uh, when the edge he's just got a normal one he doesn't have like a stereo one does he right he he would run too yeah he'd run them stereo but he didn't have a stereo one yeah you uh yeah i've always wanted one too i've never actually i've never messed with a big box uh memory man the deluxe memory man Uh, i don't think i have either like Uh, even though somebody i knew had one i still didn't like really get a chance to mess with it much yeah it's not tap tempo, but for a memory man, I would totally be okay with having to, you know, mark what tempos were. <laughs> yeah, I could do that. I wouldn't be too bad. Um, yeah. That sounds like a fun. I got, I had a crazy gear week, actually. Um, so I got my income tax return, which means that I had money. Um, and I've been talking about it and talking about it. I knew I was going to get a guitar this year and I didn't know which one. And then it kind of like hit me what I wanted to get. Um, I was thinking about getting a Jennings, but, um, I've already got a Telecaster style guitar and in his, in his market, that's pretty much what would have been my price range would have been the navigator. And, um, I ended up, I was like, man, I need, I really want a strat. So I ended up ordering finally my MJT strat. I'm hoping the turnaround's not crazy on that. It's going to be a three-tone sunburst with gold on top of it, relict, so you can see some of the sunbursts come through. Uh, let's see. The neck's going to be a 22-fret neck with a nice uh, ebony fretboard. That's what I'm excited about is the ebony fretboard. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. But uh, you can see all those specs in the group. I posted them. Uh, or Chris. I need to find me somebody to do me a... Uh double cut les paul special custom other than rock and roll relics and pay 4k <laughs> yeah they i don't know so if you're a builder and listening and are willing to do that you should reach yeah. out to chad jennings i don't know if he'd do it but um let's see and then uh i did actually uh i let's see i got that i ordered a t-rex replicator i found a really good deal i got it for like 432 bucks shipped which is the nice cool delay with actual tape in it. So that was pretty cool. Uh, I traded my HX effects for a Kemper remote. The remote should be here tomorrow. So oh, it was that quick. Oh yeah. No. Well, we talked on like Wednesday. It was like Tuesday oh. or Wednesday. Oh, I thought this was like all happening like Thursday or Friday is when this happened. Well, I sent uh, my days are running together. Um, well, today's Sunday for us. Uh, it's Wednesday for you guys um wednesday morning maybe we'll see and then uh let's see no we talked on like tuesday we decided that we he was off work friday and i knew friday i'd be able to get to the post office no problem since we're doing a straight trade um i always make sure that uh I, we always ship the same day right that way if the, the other person doesn't hold up to their end of shipping that day you can easily reroute the package back to you if you need to mm-hmm. um so i did that uh, we both should be getting our stuff Monday. I'm really excited about that. And then this, so that left me, I got rid of the HX effects that was gone and I didn't have a tap tempo. I could have, I could have tapped on the Kimber 
like the front of it and use the Kemper delay. But I really didn't want to have to walk over there and tap and all that. Um, So I picked up a Lucky Cat locally from JHS. I paid one thirty for it. So it was, it was actually a pretty decent deal. I think they go for around one fifty used. Which the uh, which thing? The Lucky Cat. Uh, sounds about right. Yeah, uh, I think it's one. Yeah, I'm actually I, on Reverb right now. So. I looked on Reverb and I think they were listing around one fifty on the low end for the the used ones. So I got mine one thirty and it was local. So. Oh no. Uh. Lowest price one on Reverb for used right now is one seventy five. It's how much? One seventy five. That's the lowest price for a used one. Yeah. Oh, well, hot dang! I did I did better than I thought. Look at you. So go me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could have gotten the uh, Lucky Cat uh, Black on Black. I really like the pink. <laughs> I really like the pink one, though. I mean, you can't beat the pink sparkle. Like, that's the only thing that came, like, that stayed from the original Pink Panther, even the uh, V2, which is basically the same thing, is that pink yeah. sparkle. You, you just you can't get rid of that. <laughs> and pass I that liked. Up. I like the and I like the graphics. I like the look, Lucky Cat. I like it better than the Pink Panther, actually. I don't know why I didn't like the Panther on it. I don't know either. I grew up on Pink Panther, so I just kind of had a special place in I my mean, heart. So I would have to uh, find if I got another one of these, I would have to find me. Fine, I'm not going to sell you my Lucky Cat for one thirty. <laughs> Whatever, Chris. No, I'm just kidding. I I don't think I'm going to sell it. I like it. It's um. So I didn't even uh plug it in before I got to church today. I was like, you know what? It's a simple delay. I'll just wait till I get to church, throw it on the board really quick. So I threw it on the board this morning before uh, and rerouted all my cables really fast. And so I got to church and I was messing with it. The darkened knob confused me because I turned it the wrong way. And I was like, this sounds horrible. Why would I put, and then I turned it the other way. I was like, oh my gosh, that's crisp. That's crispy. That's nice. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did the digital delay setting. Uh, I didn't try the tape setting yet. I might have fun with that in the T-Rex replicator to see what they sound like back to back. That'd be fun. That and I need to get like an L cap. Yeah. And mess with them and see. But yeah, that's pretty much what's going on in my gear life right now. It's kind of crazy up in the air and I love it. Oh, oh, in the strap, by the way, I am getting Lambert's home pickups. So I'm really excited about that. Doing the humbucker single single on that. Let's see. So let's go on to gear news. Let's see. Uh, Warwick announces uh, rock bass, idolmaker, four string bass, and five string bass. So, I was honestly surprised. I like the look of these. These look. These remind me of like a Jennings guitar and a Firebird. It's a. It's got yeah. the. It's got the Firebird kind of uh, vibe. Sh- vibe with the raised section. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know what this really... I think this reminds me kind of like a Jennings... Uh, let me see which one it is. So you have Jennings on the brain. <laughs> well, that's probably it too. I've got Jennings on the brain. 
But there was a guitar that kind of looked like had kind of that same swoosh going on. But I'm probably wrong. These look cool though. Mm-hmm. I like Warwick basses. No, it's not a Jennings I'm thinking of. It's something else then. Maybe it's Bulgur or whatever. I feel like it would definitely be a like not quite standard brand. It's one of those other brands. But it's definitely more of like an offset shape with a funky, what would that be, upper body? Yeah. Like kind of, oh, this kind of reminds me of What's that some Gibson? of the music Vox. Or what was, what was that Gibson R&D guitar? The, um, uh, the one that, or maybe it was an Epiphone Signature. Phone Signature. RD or something like that. I have no idea. I'll find it. The, yep, that's it. That's kind of what it reminds me of. The Lee Malia um, RD Custom. That's kind of what it reminds me of. Hmm. Mostly just because. Yeah, that's the same body shape. So if you're uh, listening to the uh, the uh, yeah blah 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 <laughs> the podcast episode, go look it up. That's exactly what it looks like. Epiphone Limited Edition Lee Malia RD Custom Artisan Walnut by Epiphone. That's what. Bingo bingo bongo. Gotcha. Oh yeah, it is. Hundred percent the same body shape. The carving Not more rounded. Mm, the carving is what makes it look totally different. Yeah. Not totally different. The, the carving, if you take away the carving, it's almost the same exact body shape. Yeah, just fatter because it's a bass and not a guitar. Well, we're not into body shaming here. So this body looks just fine to us, Warwick. It's all good. All right, so those are actually, they're pretty cool. They look kind of different for Warwick, which I know War, it looks like a Warwick version of a classic looking bass. Because Warwick body styles honestly can get kind of funky with the horns oh yeah 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 um but it's really cool uh it's got some single soap vintage soap bar single coil pickups um they've got active rock bass two-hand electronics or two band not two hand two band electronics you can use two hands if you want to no one's telling you how to play bass except for we'll talk about that in a little bit foreshadowing with our topic okay good job yeah i even did the nice sound effect seven we don't, out of ten that that way we don't have to pay for the sound effects <laughs> um all right so west co pedals is that west company or west county west i'm guessing they're just called west, west co okay sorry i'm I don't just know. but i knew you'd like this probably if you listened to the demo i didn't listen to the demo um which i probably should have because I'm reading the description and I really want to listen to it. Chris, why don't you tell them about it while I listen to the demo real quick? Okay, so it is a... Did we say the name of it? It's called the Grease Juicer. Uh, it's a fuzz slash envelope filter. Um, oh, it's a, oh, it's a signature pedal for a drummer named Kirk 
Biscara, I'm guessing is how you pronounce that. Wait, wait, why is the drummer getting a signature guitar pedal? That, that's that's awesome. I was very confused on. Um, that's so awesome. Oh, listen, I, I've, I was listening to the demo. That's fantastic. I would need one of these. How much is it? Because three. Oh, Jesus, take the wheel. I don't know if I need it that bad. Um, maybe I need to talk to some of our friends who uh, make pedals and see if we can figure something out. It's just fuzz and an envelope filter. It's got a side chain. I don't know what a side chain is. Maybe that's like you don't tell your other chain about it. Like, shh. Possibly. What does it mean, side chain? I don't know. All I right. see extra jacks, so. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. All right. You still listening to it? Oh um, yeah. Sorry for the awkward <laughs> silence. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what a side chain is. All right, but yeah, that's actually pretty cool. So it's got um, settings for like sensitivity, resonance, gating, and distortion, and volume. So that's actually just two versions: one voice for guitar. Um, they've also got one. Uh, let's see, one's guitar and one's bass. But he says that it's supposed to be really cool on synths, electric piano, and clavinet. Hmm. Okay. Um, that last one seems a kind of like. Is that even? Do they even make electric versions of that anymore? What is a clavinet? Oh. Is there a clavinet comeback? It's Apparently. over. Oh, this. Oh. I had this confused with like a harpsichord and a clavichord, maybe is what I'm thinking of. Like, is it clavinet? I mean, yeah, a clavinet is an electrically amplified clavichord invented by such and such from West Germany. So, yeah, it's actually a There's electric, a city uh, in Germany. Let's see. Huh. Okay. Yeah, this would actually sound really good. Ooh put this like put a roads through this thing that would be pretty cool oh okay never mind i see what it is yeah wow okay yeah i mean that would be pretty cool i'm down let's party no that's actually really cool i like that (laughs) i don't know if it's 329 dollars cool but it is definitely cool yeah that's like a two make like 229 dollars all day every day Eh, yeah but i guess since it's a signature i don't know what west coast normal prices are either i don't know that'd be the other thing yeah it all depends maybe they're really proud of their stuff i would hope so well i, I meant that unlike their pricing <laughs> oh well yeah all right uh, so move on to the mxr dynacomp bass compressor which we were both very confused on thinking there was already a bass comp out there I wasn't confused. I'm the one who questioned it. Okay. But then you got me thinking. So then we did a search. And apparently yeah. this is the actual first Dynacomp for bass. And yeah. it's a mini pedal. Yeah. It's actually so really cool. Okay. West Co. West Co. Pedals is very proud of their stuff. Okay. Their <laughs> other drive. Their drive pedals are like $285. Ooh, hey. Yeah. That's not really. <laughs> They've got a fuzz for two hundred thirty-five dollars. We are a budget boutique, uh, liking people here. <laughs> yeah, and I just—I mean, it's cool. Like I said, all right, we'll go back to the Dynacop. <laughs> um, so the Dynacop is a compressor 
is definitely very cool um, because it's mini pedal, but it's got more. Um, it's not just like your two knob Dynacomp. It's got a clean blend. Um, it's got a sensitivity. It's got an output. It's got a tone. All of those knobs, and then it's got an attack button. <laughs> um, so you push it, and it does some kind of attack combo. Yeah, it's, a, it's like one of those old Street Fighter things. Um, plus, <laughs> so it says there's an attack button. It really doesn't say what it does on the attack, but I'm guessing it just makes it a little punchier. I would assume. Um, I do like that. Uh, it's got the clean blend. Okay, it toggles between vintage style slow attack time and modern fast attack. Yeah. So it's how it hits the compressor. Uh, oh, sorry, that was my yawn. Um, yeah, no, it's really cool though, and it's MXR, so you know it's not going to be price price super crazy one forty nine, which yep. isn't bad. I mean, and honestly, because bass players don't need a whole lot of pedals. But one mm-hmm. thing, if they do have a pedal, they've got to have a really good compressor. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm on the market for is either a compressor or a preamp with a compressor, like a DI preamp with mm-hmm. a compressor built in. So I need something. <laughs> Compression. Let's see. And then we'll go to the next thing on our list, which is the rarest boss pedal of all times just went up for sale. Um, so they, to celebrate 6 million units, uh, the boss came out with a gold boss DS one. Um, so that was really neat. And let's see, it includes where it started in October, 1977 and they've reached 6 million in February, 1998. So that's close, you know, close to 20 years almost. And it's really interesting. So how much would you pay? for a uh, gold boss ds1 chris mm. how much do you think that's worth i definitely don't think it's worth more than like a clon okay so you're saying two thousand dollars most <sighs> how much do you think I it's maybe worth? wouldn't even go above a thousand you'd be fucking wrong chris it's seven thousand fifty seven dollars and ninety three cents but you get free, free, shipping free shipping with that that's what matters you get the free shipping. This is, I mean, it's not made of solid gold. No, it's, you you can tell in the pictures it's 100% just paint. It's just paint. If it was gold plated, like even if it was some kind of, I don't know, can you wrap gold plating enough? Even if they just did the entire thing in some kind of gold plating, maybe. Ooh, even the, knob, even the knob's gold. That's great. Nice touch. But it's uh, he doesn't even have the original box that knocks off four grand right there. uh, Legit, then he says, I don't even know if it ever had one. Well, I don't know if I'm going to send you seven thousand dollars, seven thousand fifty seven dollars and ninety three cents. Okay, let's see. Where is it selling from again? Didn't you say it was in like Uh, Portugal? Portugal. Yeah, because that's where I'm sending all my Porto, Portugal. Come on, Rui. Let's see. I want to check their rating. He has no ratings. This is his only listing he's ever had. He joined in July 2016, but his only... He's never had any feedback given to him. Let's give him five stars. No. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I'm not sending you seven grand. (laughs) No way, Josue. 
Sorry. Um, Rui. Rui. No, no, Rui, Rui. Uh, that doesn't work as good. We're going to have to figure something else out. Um, yeah. No, not, not going to pay seven grand. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I will not pay $7 for a DS1. No, I will. I'll pay like 30 bucks maybe. But Can you mod this one? Yeah, I bet you could. Oh, I'd love to meet the jackass who decided to mod the gold DS1. He's like, I paid $7,000 for it, but it's got the Keeley mod in it now, so it's worth $14,000. I feel like that's the that might be one of the only people, him or Josh Scott might be the only people I could see ever actually buying this, just because they've made so much money off of boss pedals. And they would one hundred percent sit there and mod it. Uh they, I, you know what? They, I would. I could see Keeley doing it. I don't know about uh, not Josh. Yeah. No, no, no. Josh I, has his own like collection of vintage pedals that I don't think he would touch. I think no, 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 no. But like some of the like that DS one, I would like replace the guts and put a modded circuit in it. But that's about it. Like you're, you've got the get guts hidden somewhere, but you can't, you couldn't add us any switch on the outside. Mm. You totally ruined the value. True. Um. Yeah, that's stupid. That's horrible. Oh my gosh! All right, so let's move on to the topic. Speaking of stupid and horrible, um, I'm just kidding about the. This guy's not stupid and horrible. So uh, there's an article that's on Music Radar. It's with a guy named Oz Noy. I don't know who he is, but I have a I have feeling no he talks like I should. Um, so this is a quote that is the headline. The main problem with teaching guitar today is YouTube. People try to take shortcuts. Hot take. I don't give a... Never mind. Um all right, I so I, I see the point in that. This so. is we were talking about this beforehand, and this is one of those things where on either side of the argument, I think that you're right. Because I think that it completely goes with how you feel about it. And feeling your feelings are valid. It doesn't make it doesn't make facts out of your feelings, but the way you feel about something is valid. Um now there's a couple things that he talks about in this uh article. Um he's the let's see apart from being one of the most fearsomely talented jazz fusion guitarists around he's also a dedicated teacher so the theory behind it is the theory behind his music's embodied in jazz which this guy insists is the only way to shore up the walls of your musical knowledge base enough to handle anything the current music scene can throw your way is to know jazz so i don't know if i really need to know jazz to learn the lead line to baby 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 by justin bieber and i mean i get what he's saying that you should know music theory yeah but he's the problem is is he's comparing like learning stuff he says 90 percent of the stuff on youtube is crap it's deceiving okay 90 percent of 90 i'd say 99 percent of most youtube is crap in general Oh, the only reason for that is probably because a lot of the people that put stuff out there are pretty much giving you the first, I don't know, five minutes, if that, of their paid online course. That could be good, could not be good. Well, all right. So you also need to understand, like, think about a couple things, too. 
Um, if you just want to be a rock guitarist, there's well, he hasn't learned his power chords. Well, even then, the thing is, is that you've got certain styles you learn, and yeah, it's great to learn other parts of theory, mm. but that doesn't make you a bad guitarist. Um, just because you don't, and we were also talking about. Just because you don't know what the theory is doesn't mean you know the theory. You don't know the theory. You know, I mean, you do things, and someone can be like, "Oh yeah, you're playing a minor pentatonic seventh, and you're just like, "I don't know. It sounds cool. That's, but thank you. Um, I don't know. I think that like this whole opinion on it is very elitist. Yeah. Um, number one, he thinks that like the way he teaches people is the right way, and there's no right or wrong way in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, there could be also, I mean, you could talk about, there's a proper way to do certain things, but I mean, which is kind of where I was leaning towards because you can look at lessons all day long, but if it's not done properly, you can learn something. You can correctly. Le- you can learn an incorrect technique. You can but learn. That can, also, that can also come from like an in-person teacher. If, like they're not fully solid on it. Yes. So you have some of the same issues in both places. Um, so his thing that he complains about is people who are like, um, let me see how I can play a slash solo or whatever. And he says that that kind of stuff's not going to lead you anywhere. That's not true because if you learn how to play that and then you learn the theory behind what you're playing, it'll help you learn theory i think that like you um i mean a lot of people are learning it you know missing out on the basics but they just because you want to learn something doesn't mean any you know you're doing something wrong one of the hardest parts about learning guitar is staying um staying into it during that first year Mm -hmm when you're learning how to actually sound like you're playing guitar and you don't sound like an idiot who's never played guitar before. Like that's the hardest part is getting to the point where you keep practicing and practicing and practicing the stuff you want to learn, but you have to sound like something or else you're going to get mad and quit. If you Mm -hmm. can't play a song that you want to be able to play, you're going to get mad and quit. Um, one, one of the first songs I learned was, uh, the intro like the no inch the like single no intro at the beginning of uh tuesday's gone by leonard skinnard there's the part where the piano and the guitar uh marry each, marry each other before right. it goes into the actual like um the actual like lead riff uh and that was something that was really cool and then i learned the lead riff and i kept playing that and practicing that and then I learned, you know, the chords so I could play the rhythm part. And then I kept practicing that practice. And then I learned how to sing and play so I could play the whole song. And and I built on it. And, mm-hmm. you know, now I've learned, you know, some of the theory behind what I was playing. You know, you're playing a, you know, playing a major pentatonic scale or you're playing, you know, this, this, and this. It You're going to sit there and... If you're going to putting an article out like this does nothing but get those people down. Yeah. 
Yeah, as I mean, like just from what I was skimming and what you were pointing out earlier, it sounded like the guy was more or less trying to advertise. Oh yeah, his thing totally, totally. So of course you're gonna like wear down all the free resources on like YouTube or whatever, and yeah, make it sound completely. Like yours is the way to go. Yeah, you're like no, no, no. Forget all the free crap where you're actually gonna learn you know stuff that you want to learn how to play and it might not be the way i think you should learn how to play it you know that's bad but um i mean even then uh like it goes down in the article and says uh like what is your gear setup now it says it stayed pretty consistent i do all my pyrotechnics with line six stuff wait what pyrotechnics what what? <laughs> what that's is that a has to be a meme yeah and and then i use then i have my ac rc dash oz exotic pedal which i think that's a signature pedal so he's already he's already <laughs> okay dude <laughs> yeah man you know what i just i can't believe, I, i've just kind of had it out with people who are like full of themselves just let people oh, learn yeah, how right. to let people learn how to play guitar. Just be happy they're learning how to play guitar. Who cares? Yeah, there is that. I mean, there's been the ongoing thing that the guitar is dying. Why would we want to put down people? Yeah, this is his. That's his limited edition exotic pedal. Hmm. Whatever. Okay. Uh, I so I went to Guitar Center uh, this weekend, actually yesterday, and man, they've got. At first, I was like really annoyed mm-hmm. that they because they gutted our store pretty much and put a bunch of like uh, lesson sections in there. Like, oh yeah, that happened at mine too. You know what? I walked in and I was like, at, when they first started, I was like this is stupid, but I went in and I could hear drums going nuts in one room. Uh, I was like, you know what? This is actually like really cool. There's actually probably the most people I've seen in Guitar Center in a long time. I'm, I know it's because it's income tax return season, but Guitar Center was hopping, and I actually had a lot of fun. Um, I got to play a really cool acoustic that I kind of fell in love with. It was a Gibson, but it had like a maple neck or something. Wait, was it used? That yes. Was that? Yeah. I, th- I know what you're talking about. I just don't remember the exact like model i played it i was actually really so it sounded really nice i played a couple taylors and it was a lot of fun i mostly played the taylors because i was looking for an ebony fretboard because <laughs> i ordered the ebony fretboard on the strat and i was like making sure 100 that i wanted that right and i do <laughs> it's gonna be so nice i'm so excited for this guitar to get here um but yeah i you know i think that's like my biggest take on all this diaz's hot take um i think there's we a lot of guitars are spending too much time worrying about what other people are doing whenever you should just shut up and have fun playing guitar yeah who cares that's like uh freaking 60 cycle hum catches heat on their youtube channel all the time because ryan's constantly putting out uh content and he has a way of like getting people he likes to have fun and kind of troll a little bit um which is fine which is fine it's a lot of fun i enjoy it but man people get so freaking crazy 
and you know what all the that's like uh people say all the time in the time that you spent writing this response you could have been playing guitar like just shut up and play mm-hmm. guitar see that's what chris does through half the episode and he's not talking playing guitar it's great yeah <laughs> just muting everything and- <laughs> mute, 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 mute. Yeah, you guys can't hear it but i can hear it you're doing great chris i'm proud of you the power of editing i, I, I can play uh wonder perfectly Ooh, but can you play it sound just like the recording without using a capo? I don't know if it's physically possible. I'll find a way. I might have to detune. You're down a hole. You're down. <laughs> <laughs> I took it down 11 steps. <laughs> you can barely hear it, but it sounds just like the recording. All right, down 11 half steps. I took it down seven steps. Instead of up one, down seven. It's going to be great. <laughs> Is that even physically possible on a standard scale guitar? Why not? I don't know. Sounds like something we need to try. Oh, gosh. I'm looking at all my acoustic guitars and saying, which one of you poor bastards are going down? <laughs> the poor. <laughs> they're all screaming, no, not me. Don't do it. I don't know why. Uh... Oh, that reminds me back when I was I did the Taylor demo and after I found out how much the guitars were worth when they sent them and I was having to sit there and like retune because uh I did the Goo Goo Dolls uh, Iris and that Which, was a very weird tuning. It's uh the bottom string is a B and every other string is a D. Something like that. And no, it's exactly like that. I know. Okay. Yeah. This is, this, is, this is over a year ago, I think. So it's been a while. Um, uh, dude, I'm a huge Goo Goo Dolls fan. That's actually what I played. I played Slide on that Gibson. I went and did all the crazy tuning. It, it was a lot of fun. But yeah, I was like scared to death of either. I had replacement strings, so that wasn't the issue. It was just like, I don't know. I always feel weird about like set necks and just breaking going like with extra tension and stuff i like um man goo goo dolls is a real fun band to play with acoustic but yeah you got to keep an extra set of strings around because um that's like a lot of their songs you tune your b string up to d uh mm-hmm. and that's always scary <laughs> you're sitting there hoping you don't stab yourself in the eye when the string breaks i'm waiting for the dad from a christmas story he's like he'll poke your eye out i'm like how do you know what I'm- <laughs> i hear you playing those johnny resnick songs you're gonna kill yourself i got to see them live in nashville that's pretty good show it's really funny though because there's one part of the show where the because the bass player used to be the lead singer and oh, then really? yeah so their first album is like really punk um so there's some other some of their other stuff kind of went punk but a lot of the stuff that johnny writes is very poppy and radio yeah. friendly um kind of like broadway and stuff like that you know but uh the bass player used to be the singer and it was all punk and he's just got this when he does his punk voice uh, i don't care for it so it's kind of like it's weird because like it's like the google dolls are like two different bands kind of like how outcast is andre 3000 and uh What's the other guy's name? Big Boy or something like that? I have no idea. I think that's what it is. Um, but like when they came out with Speaker Box Love Below, it was kind of like two different bands. And that's kind of how Goo Goo Dolls is, is whenever the bass player sings, it's kind of like a real hard punk band. Not a hard mm-hmm. punk band, but kind of like a punk band. And uh, as soon as he, it, Johnny Resnick was like, all right, he's going to sing some songs. Everyone's like, all right, I'm going to the bathroom, going to concessions. <laughs> Everyone cleared out. It was funny. It was, <laughs> it was great. 
Oh man, they. But they're like one of those bands. I love when that you see a band that's like an staff for you, and they play all their songs that you love. Like they know you're there for nostalgia, and they're gonna give it to you. Goo Goo Dolls did that. I mean, when's the last time they had something new come out? Uh, probably their biggest new thing was the Transformers. When they did, uh, what was it? Let Love In. Oh, I didn't know they did a song for Transformers. Yep, it was the. <laughs> uh, was this like the original Transformers? Yes, that was two thousand like nine. Oh yeah. Rest in peace, uh, Shia LaBeouf, and your career. That's hopefully coming back. 2007. So, yeah, at this point, I would say that that's basically all they can bank on. Like, Borderline, I really hate saying this, but U2 is kind of the same way. Oh, yeah. On, like, their tour. Like, you had some of the new stuff from the new album, but everything else was legitimately, like, the hits. Um, let's see, they did, uh, Before It's Too Late for, let's see, they did All That You Are for Transformers 3. Apparently Goo Goo Dolls and, uh, Transformers just so go Goo Goo Dolls and Linkin Park were, uh, the Transformers soundtrack? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I thought they did, oh yeah, mm. I guess it is Before It's Too Late. That was from the 2007 soundtrack. Hmm. Oh, look at uh, Shia LaBeouf. He's got three movies coming out this year. Hey, he, Shia LaBeouf's not that bad of a guy. Well, I mean, no, he's not. Well, actor, this, okay, actor, this is actor. where this hold is on, coming on, up hold on, from. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I don't. I'm not. I don't know him personally. He's an interesting character, but okay. But uh, dude, him in uh, what was it? The Shia LaBeouf song. Running for your life, Shia LaBeouf. That's the funniest crap I've ever <laughs> seen. But what were you going to say about Shia LaBeouf? For um, I was watching a YouTube video. I was about uh, top 10 child stars that like basically sabotaged their careers. Oh, the two and a half men guy had to have been number one. What's his name? <sighs> no, number one was uh, Lindsay Lohan. Uh, yeah. Angus something, I think, was the guy, the kid from... Uh, two and a half men or his last name's angus i don't know yeah i know who you're talking about but i have no idea he definitely was not on that list he should have been oh my gosh who sabotaged his own career that was him whenever he went seventh day at venice and started like denouncing the show oh then maybe in that case that's might have been why they're talking about it because everybody on there was either like something drug related alcohol related or uh kirk cameron on growing pains you could go with that one Maybe. He was a nightmare on growing pains to work with because he found God and he would like just he thought he was better than everyone else. So then, yeah, they definitely didn't do anything religious then. Yeah, those are just YouTube and uh, you'd get demonetized if you started talking religion, probably. Oh, wait. Yeah. Well, I guess we're not making money off YouTube then on this episode. Nope. Well, cancel the trip to the Bahamas, Chris. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's a. Uh, I don't. I think you. But the problem is, is YouTube's also a great resource. 
that's the thing. Like, you, this guy wants to demonize YouTube for being making people lazy, but it's also a fantastic resource. I think it's that, it's all yeah, about how you use I it. Where I go for when I need to find worship tabs, because especially like Ultimate Guitar, probably not going to find tabs there. But you'll find like worship tutorials. You'll find like Bethel actually has the actual guitar yep. players. Like you'll watch Michael Pope show you how to, he's like, yeah, I wrote this, so you play it. Da, 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 da. It's like okay, cool. I mean. I don't know. Maybe maybe there's not enough people on there teaching jazz fusion, right? Is there even a proper way to teach jazz fusion? If you're hitting the wrong notes, you're hitting the right notes. <laughs> Something like that. Um. By the way, I got a bone to pick with Will LaHue. Uh, I saw I your vote on the Guitar Nerds group about which guitar is like the ugliest, and you said the PRS Purple Burst with with the bird inlays uh that's yeah, in his defense it's purple if it was the blue burst right, there's nothing wrong it. with a purple guitar i love a good purple guitar don't be defending him you can defend him you can step in for- now, I'll, I'll defend him on yeah. the fact that he said that the option was purple and not the prs 24 in I, general. I thought the sunburst jazz master with the rhythm circuit removed um, I feel like that's too like everything else that was named is still pretty. What was well? I forgot what the actual question was because now we're just making we're not now we're just <laughs> I'm bashing him, for, and no one even knows what the vote was on. They're like, wait, what? What? What is it about? I think the actual question. Let's see where did it go. Uh, which guitar is the Please. least cool? Okay, it is. Yeah, I would definitely go with the Jazzmaster because everybody. And their mom and their it step was, uncle had one back in what twenty sixteen? It twenty seventeen. It was that. It was the Sunburst Relic Jazzmaster with rhythm circuit removed, or the Purple Burst PRS Custom twenty four with birds, or a black HSS Stratocaster with white guard, a white Les Paul Custom with gold hardware, or a Gretsch White Falcon. I'd say it's either the Jazzmaster or the White Falcon. I don't like White Falcons; they're too big. Yeah. I'd much rather have a standard. Uh, was it the fifty-one twenty? I want the black. I get the penguin. Irish Falcon all day long. Ooh, the penguins. God, I like the black penguins. Those the black penguin with the banjo armrest. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. That sign me up for that. <laughs> Today's episode of Gretches will never afford. <laughs> Today's episodes of making fun of the list ever like look at their uh the price jump in gretsch guitars there's no like oh so you know it's there's cool because no chat ground. it stops at like 1200 and then you're it goes up to three grand like three k's well it was weird because chad jennings was talking about that on the episode he talked about how he's in that weird price range because most it's usually like 1500 and under or 3000 and above and that's mm-hmm. kind of where Gretsch is. So that's, yeah, so that's kind of uh, interesting there. More uh, boutique than we think they are or give them credit for. Yeah. <laughs> it's a stretch. Well, um, that's uh, all I got to say about the war in Vietnam. So I think so too. All right. Um, so uh, thanks once again just to Slow Gear Electronics for sponsoring this episode. Uh, go check them out. Um, they've got a website, uh, but go to their Instagram. I know that you can reach them on there and order you a uh, Boss Pedal Stand. You can also do the uh, um, SG 
the slow gear uh, mod on your, S your NS2. Sorry. Uh, my brain did not work right there. But yeah. Um, <laughs> also, be sure to uh, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash the effects loop. You can also join our Facebook group. You can uh, catch us on Instagram. You can check out our YouTube. Go uh, f subscribe there. And you can also... I am i can't see the list. My computer's jacked up, so I'm going to do it from memory. Um, you can also send an email to theeffectsleep at gmail.com. Give us a topic. And I think that's all of them. What am I missing, Chris? You said Instagram. You said Facebook group. Yeah. Uh, YouTube. Yeah. And email. Yeah, I'd say that's it. Well, hot bang. Uh, got the Patreon. I got it uh, in yeah, there. We need to put that in. We need to add that in. That's what we will forget. Which I haven't forgotten. Um, so, and we will get... Uh, you know, there's different levels on the Patreon. You can go from a dollar to ten dollars. You can get fifty dollars a month if you'd like, um, and that will keep Chris off the street. Much you want. Yeah, yeah, it'll keep Chris off the street one more day. Um, so for the effects loop, I'm Diaz, and I'm Chris, and we'll check you guys out next time. See ya. See ya. Why is negativity always drawing out picture every visualized love? Energized lies together, together. We undefeated. A plan to make well, there's no gloves needed. When we weed into the mindset of achieving and believing in.